Good morning and welcome to Ask BBB, the program that brings you information from and about businesses you can trust. Ask BBB features business owners and managers who share their experience and insights so that consumers are better informed about products and services they are contracting or purchasing. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. Well... Here we are on December 1st, 2018, and we are all getting busy so we can sit down and relax when Christmas arrives. The winter break at the end of the month marks the midway mark in the school year. If your student is running into difficulties, when is it time to engage a tutor? We'll explore that later. And in all the excitement of the season, the hustle and the bustle, you have to be aware. The scammers are out there ready to throw a grinch into your holiday happiness. And this morning, we'll bring you the BBB's 12 Scams of Christmas. The holiday time is family time. For many, that includes the family pet. There might even be a wish for a puppy under that tree. Including a pet in your holiday might take some planning. And to help with that, we welcome Linda and Doug Hamilton, owners of Pet Plus Obedience and Training, to the program. Welcome to Ask BBB. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Before we talk about the idea of a puppy under the tree, tell us about Pets Plus and how you and Doug got started in obedience training for dogs. Uh, First and foremost, it was our love of dogs. And then about 26 years ago, we had the need to train our headstrong golden retriever. Um, We trained our own dogs. We did seminars to build our knowledge on methods of other types other than our own. Uh, competed in obedience and then apprenticed under the previous owner for about five years before purchasing the business. And we've been doing it for 22 years, gaining valuable hands-on experience and knowledge to help everybody with the myriad of problems they can encounter with their dogs. So what advice do you have for people who might be thinking about putting a puppy under the tree? A puppy is a commitment much beyond the excitement of Christmas morning. The hectic mix of Christmas morning and excited children can almost be traumatic to a new impressionable puppy. But if you do indeed plan on getting a a puppy for Christmas, uh, make sure you're prepared and planned for what comes with a puppy, uh, mentally, mentally, physically, and financially prepared for what that gift entails. A puppy affects the whole family and requires everyone on board with the care and training of, of the dog. Don't buy a puppy for someone who isn't fully prepared for all those things. What are the advantages of obedience training? Training creates that bond and working relationship with your dog that make you worthy of listening to when you ask them to leave the cattle on or get out of the garbage uh, or stopping any unwanted behaviors. Um, It helps develop good habits if you teach and guide as the puppy grows rather than waiting for bad habits to develop and then trying to change them. Uh, Being able to affect effectively communicate with your dog so that they can understand is necessary to help them become that well-behaved household pet that you want. Trained dogs stay in the home, don't end up in shelters. I'm not saying that untrained dogs won't, but you're hedging your bet if you train and help them along the way. So when, when should we start training? As soon as you bring the puppy home is a good time to get started. Get a routine started, house training, crate training. Start some basic obedience. Uh, really, you should start training yourself before you get the puppy. Know what's involved beyond picking up the puppy. Veterinary costs, both annual vaccines and unexpected emergencies. Training costs, food, toys, crates, uh, beds, etc. The biggest investment will be your time. 
Puppies are a lot of work, but uh, worth so much in the end. Uh, educating yourself will help choose the right breed that suits the needs and lifestyles of the family. I wouldn't just choose by the look of a breed. Grooming, training, and exercise needs all have to be considered. Research many breeds and see some examples before purchasing your puppy. Don't make a snap decision. It's a 10 or 15-year commitment. Besides basic obedience training, what are some of the levels of training available? We have something for everyone. Um, we start with puppies preschool when the puppy is uh, 11 to 12 weeks old. Um, it's a great time for new puppies to get introduced to other dogs and people outside of their comfort zone. Great for first-time owners. Uh, we have more advanced obedience levels. We have agility for fun. We have tricks and games. We have confirmation handling classes. We also do private sessions for behavioral issues or people who can't do a class. One of the training options listed on your website is household manners. What are some of the issues that you deal with in this course? Oh, they can be anything. The class is actually tailored to the needs of the class enrollment. Um, it's developed, the course I outline is developed to help the specific problems of the individuals that are uh, entered in the class. Um, it does require a, you to have a minimum of an, a basic obedience course and so that the dogs have an understanding of all the basic commands before you try to start working on extra problems. The holiday season means a lot of visitors are coming and going. Is there anything we can do to prepare our pets for this? Crate is really invaluable at Christmas times, just so your dog's not overwhelmed or even frightened by all the activities that the holidays present. This gives them a comfortable, safe place to go and be away from all the commotions that can be going on at Christmas. Well, this kind of sets the scene for us for Christmas. How do people contact Pets Plus Obedience Training Limited? Well, you can visit us at PetsPlusTraining.com. Uh, you can email us at Trainers at PetsPlusTraining.com. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and give us a call at 519-438-4545. All right. And, uh, of course, you can check the BBB directory, and you'll find a link to your site there. Correct. Well, thanks very much for these tips, and uh, we'll hope that anybody that brings a puppy home at Christmas is ready uh, with all the points that you've been able to bring to us today. That's great. If not, give us a call and we'll help you. You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guests have been Linda and Doug Hamilton of Pets Plus Obedience Training Limited, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. And Ask BBB will continue in a moment. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of the Better Business Bureau, serving Western Ontario. The winter break is considered the midpoint in the school year. Parents will be receiving their child's progress reports, letting them know how well they are grasping the concepts and information on the current school curriculum. At what point should a parent be concerned and perhaps consider engaging a tutor to help? This morning, we welcome Lenka Whitehead, president of Oxford Learning, with Siobhan Bazina, franchise performance and growth manager, uh, to give us some insight. Welcome to Ask BBB. Thank you very much. Lanka, Siobhan, what are some of the reasons that we might consider a tutor for our son or daughter? Actually, there are many, many reasons why parents consider a tutor. Many parents need remedial intervention, and that means basically catching the kids up in school. Enrichment, they need French help, they need uh, SAT help to get them into an American college. 
or even just homework support. And because of the new math that's coming out, many parents actually need help even with grade five math for their kids. We talked about uh, students that might have some challenges, but what about uh, students that want that you want to be there for enrichment? You do that? Absolutely. Um, the enrichment students come with their own purpose. Often when they're uh, trying to get into higher level education, universities and such, they need to have higher marks. So as we discussed earlier with Linda, getting into some of the universities, 79 doesn't cut it. So even though they're good students, they really, really do need to get better marks to get into the top universities that they want to get into. Now. At the same level, enrichment also applies to kids that are doing okay in school, but they have so much more potential. So it could be that student in grade six that's just not being challenged enough. And we can help with that as well. So at Oxford Learning, uh, what is the range of ages then and grades that you work with? It sounds as though it's from one end to the other. Mm -hmm. So we work with kids as young as three years old all the way up to the end of high school. Um, as Lenka mentioned, uh, students that are looking to uh, write the ACT or SAT if they're applying down, down south. Um, so wide, wide range of kids. So how important is it to learn how to cope with homework? Actually, homework is a really hot topic right now. Um, there are countries such as Finland uh, that is, was four years ago rated as the 20th in the world. They banned all homework. And in, 19, uh, in 2016, sorry, in 2018, they were rated the fourth best education system in the world. So in Canada, we have centers across Canada, Oxford Learning Centers. Uh, it really varies on the school system. There are some uh, areas where there is no homework at all, and there are other areas where the kids really get loaded down. Um, there are also areas where the teachers collaborate. They talk to one another and find out what homework is going home that night and maybe lessen the load for another class. So the truth of it is uh, homework is really something that if the child didn't get the lesson in the classroom, it's a very unpleasant night at home trying to figure it out. So um, we do a lot of homework support with our students, as Siobhan can attest to. And, um, you know, once kids get it, once we help them through the lesson and they understand it, it it's a much easier um, evening for everybody around. <laughs> All right. Suppose we've gone through a number of things and we are going to consider uh, something like Oxford Learning. What are some of the things we should consider when we're choosing a tutoring center or learning center like Oxford Learning? or a private uh, tutor for that matter? Well, uh, personally, I always think safety first. So for kids, that's really, really important. Then convenience, and then a trusted, organized program. Um, Oxford Learning has been around for 34 years, so obviously parents think we're pretty good and trustworthy. Um, and you really need to... When you're looking for a business or for a learning center or for a tutor, you need to ask, would you provide, do you have an organized process for teaching my child? Um, so those are all the things that we look at. Siobhan, you've often had uh, 
to discuss that with parents mm -hmm. because they have been uh, with a tutor previously, and we find I have heard many horror stories, as yeah. have you. Yeah. Um, so maybe speak a little bit more to. So in, in terms of our teachers, um, our, our teachers are all trained to teach a different way so that the student really gets it and, and understands. Um, material is organized in a logical sequence, which helps the child learn in a way that he or she uh, can understand. Um, our, our centers are set up more like a classroom setting, um, so it's much more realistic to what a student uh, is going to be experiencing um, in the classroom. And we do have an assessment that we start with, with all of our students, that really explains to the parent what it is that we're going to be doing. Um, we, we do uncover the reasons why they're struggling in the classroom, um, and we're able to provide a solution and build a, a customized program for their child. So you do assessments on the front end. How will I know that my child is making progress? Great question. Um, so we do meet regularly with uh, our parents. So every uh, six weeks, you'll come in, we'll sit down, we'll go through the program, um, we'll reflect on what we initially uncovered in the assessment, and we'll be able to show the, the gains that we've made and set goals together. Um, we also do collaborate with our students' classroom teachers so that we're all working together towards um, enhancing that child's education, helping them reach their full potential. I know they'll be able to find you on the Ask BB or the BBB directory mm -hmm. if they look for Oxford Learning. But what's a, a direct way to get a hold of, uh, of Oxford Learning if people want more information? So we have our, our main website is www.oxfordlearning.com. Um, on there, you can pull up our location uh, directly, and you can find any location across Canada um, and phone number that you will be able to directly connect with that that location. Um, and we're also opening up our newest location um, in January of 2019. So we'll be located in uh, Hyde Park, 1700 Hyde Park Road. And you heard it first right here on Ask mm -hmm. BVP. <laughs> well, thank you very much for this information, for being with us uh, this morning. Thank you for thank having you. us. You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guests have been Blanca Whitehead, who is the president of Oxford Learning Centers, along with Siobhan Bezina, who is the franchise performance and growth manager with uh, Oxford Learning. They are an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario and have an A-plus rating. When we return, it is the season to be wary as we present the 12 Scams of Christmas. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Linda Smith. And I'm Jim Swan. Linda is the CEO and president of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Well, the 1st of December, and now the countdown is on to December 25th. It's always a wonderfully busy time filled with friends, family, and maybe a bit of frenzy. And amidst all of this, we find some not-so-friendly people, scammers. And so, as we put up the decorations for Christmas, BBB shines a little light on the scams you need to be on the lookout for. It's time for the 12 Scams of Christmas. Linda, number 12. 12. Look-alike websites. You may get emails or Facebook postings with announcements of deals, gifts, or sales. Some will be from legitimate companies, but scammers will link to look-alike websites that trick you into giving them private information or to download malware onto your computer. What should we look for, Linda? Uh, look at the sender's address. Watch for misspellings. Scammers are often offshore, and English is their second language. Hover over the link, but don't click on it. 
you'll see where they are routing you. You can see if the address is legitimate. Before you enter information, take a look at the beginning of the web address. It should read HTTPS. The S tells you it's secure. All right, the 11th scam of Christmas. Social media gift exchanges. In this illegal scheme, you are asked to purchase one gift and then receive several gifts in return. This is a seasonal pyramid scheme, and it's illegal. And the tenth scam of Christmas? Grandparent scams. Scammers phone and pretend they are a grandchild or other family member. They tell the grandparent they have been in an accident or arrested or hospitalized or some other urgent drama. But in each case, they will say they need money immediately to get out of the situation. And it's pretty hard to say no if you're a grandparent. So tell them you have their number and you'll call them back. This is a way to verify that it really is your grandchild. Call other family members to see of the situation if it's real. And be very cautious if you are asked to wire money or send gift cards in place of making a credit card payment. And the ninth scam of Christmas? Temporary holiday jobs. There are legitimate jobs available, but scammers are just after your personal information with this scam. So, to be sure you are dealing with a trusted company, apply for the job in person. Be very wary. Um, if you are asking for personal information on the phone or online before meeting for the interview, and if the job entails buying equipment or software up front, be very cautious. And the eighth scam of Christmas. Free gift cards. Gift cards around the holidays are a natural thing. Scammers jump on your love of something free and go fishing for your information. Don't open emails with free offers. It could be a phishing attempt. If you do open it, don't click on any links, especially don't share any personal information. It can be used to steal your identity. And don't click on the ad. Close out the app or program you are using, clear your history, and turn on the ad blocker. And the seventh scam of Christmas? E-cards. And this is one that can get a lot of us because some of our friends are using today's technology to keep in touch. So... Make sure the sender's name is easily visible. Be very cautious if you were asked to enter personal information. And if there is an attachment that ends in dot .exe, you could download a virus. So watch for that. The sixth scam of Christmas. Fake shipping notifications. The scammers use a legitimate business name and logo so they look real. Once you open it, you are giving thieves a chance to get your personal information and password. So remember... Most online sellers will provide tracking information so you know where packages are and the delivery company being used. You are not required to pay money for the delivery. You paid that when you ordered the item. And the delivery service does not need your personal information to deliver that item. And BBB's fifth scam of Christmas. Phony charities. It is the season for giving and we want to give to our favorites. So make sure it is not a sound-alike name. Check out the appeal by visiting give.org and spend some time on the charity's website to see how they will be using your donation. And then the fourth scam of Christmas. Letters from Santa Claus. While many legitimate businesses offer to send personalized letters from Santa, copycat scammers are looking to get your personal information. So be suspicious when you get an unsolicited email about special prices or packages from letters from Santa and check out the company on the BBB.org directory. And we're at the third scam of Christmas. 
Unusual forms of payment. Instead of credit cards, they will ask for prepaid debit, gift cards, or a wire transfer or payment to a third party. None of these can be traced, so you were open to fraud. And the second scam of Christmas. Travel scams. Travel at holiday time can be expensive, so an offer of a bargain can be tempting. Be wary when you get an email offer, especially if it is from a company you don't know or a sender who is unknown. Never wire money to someone you don't know and ask for references. And the number one scam at Christmas? Puppy scams. This one is around all year, but it seems we are even more vulnerable at this time of year. Um, Do research on pricing. If the offer is too good to be true, it probably isn't true. Check out breeders and shelters on the BBB website and never pay using money order or MoneyGram. Always use a credit card. That gives you some recourse if there is a dispute. And there you have the 2018-12 Scams of Christmas. And Linda, that's all our time for this edition of Ask BBB. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.